So next week's Father's Day, and I can't help but start thinking about the week ahead of time. You know, I'm trying to think what I get myself uh, in trouble for. Maybe I'll start a new project that I will only do a couple hours worth of work on because it's Father's Day. Or maybe I'll, you know, get the barbecue out and I'll start smoking something and do a poor job at it because it's Father's Day and I don't have to do much. But oftentimes this week, the week before Father's Day, I remember what life was like before I was a father. Those beautiful, halcyon days. I often tell folks, I say this all the time, I can always tell who is a parent and who isn't when I just simply say that being a parent is the very best and very worst thing that happened to me all at the same time. Parents yet to be start clutching themselves like, it's the worst thing. I said, you just wait. But I remember before I was a dad, how good of a dad I was going to be. I was convinced that there were going to be certain ways of doing things and certain ways I wasn't going to do things. I was going to be super dad, of course. No televisions. Ah, see, you already know where I'm going, right? I haven't even started. No shoving screens in front of faces at dinner. They, my children, were going to be the most well-behaved children possible. But the truth is, dot, 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 I was a better parent before I was one. Over time, I realized that some of the things that I thought were going to be the worst possible thing I could do, well, really weren't that bad after all. My kids are okay, as far as I can tell, in spite of the fact that They have been on YouTube on occasion, they've watched PBS Kids, and yes, while they still on occasion know how to sit and enjoy a dinner with adults, there's every once in a while when the best of a date night Lindsay and I can get is the oasis of a cell phone in our children's hands while we hurriedly eat whatever dinner is in front of us. Ah, the romance of parenthood. Now, here's the thing. You could not have told me this truth before I became a parent. You couldn't have told me because I know there were folks that, you know, coming out all frazzled a couple years as being parents like, y'all don't know what this is like. You haven't been in the trenches yet. Just wait. You couldn't have told me that, but it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered whether all of you grizzled parental veterans would have told me you're going to need those days when the phone is in front of them. You're going to need to send them out to the backyard and just pray something doesn't happen. I had to experience it myself. And I think that's what our John passage invites us to think about today. You know, this is right in the middle of the arrest of Jesus, right before we're heading towards the cross and resurrection. These 
are some of the last words that Jesus is going to say to his disciples when they're all together in general safety. And it feels awful strange that what he's saying to his disciples is like, I got other stuff to tell you, but you couldn't bear to hear it. You know, what an awful way to train your employees before they set out on their work, right? It's kind of like, well, truth is, is you got two-thirds of a binder here, but we're not going to go through that. You couldn't deal with it. Good luck. It's almost as if somehow Jesus was saying, we weren't strong enough for something. A you-can't-handle-the-truth kind of moment. But it's not really that way. The way the word is translated throughout the New Testament here that's bare is more like you can't tolerate it. You can't put up with it. You can't carry it yet. You can't hold it yet. So it seems less about some kind of internal defect as if you have some problem. You are incapable of handling the truth but more about the experiences that we have still in our lives. Any of you who are parents know the moment that you first see your child born. And you're looking at that child and you realize you have crossed over some line that you weren't quite prepared for. You are now a parent whether you like it or not. And I was different because of that moment. I understood almost instinctually some things differently. Now, that's not just parenthood. For those of us who maybe haven't been parents, you know if you've ever been married before, you know that somehow... The moment here that you're on the altar and you say some words to one another, if you say them out at the bar or out at your house later, it doesn't seem the same as when you say them here. Something changes at the moment at the altar. And certainly for any of us who have been ordained into the work of the pastorate, you know that something strange happens the moment you say those words to a congregation the very first time, that you'll serve them with energy, intelligence, imagination, and love, you're changed because of it. And there are multiple threshold moments that the second we cross them, we look back and we say, we aren't the same going forward. It doesn't always mean even I felt like I could handle it all. When you see that minutes a whole child for the first time, I think most of us think, oh my gosh, how are we going to deal with this creature? Because, you know, they don't look quite like babies at the beginning. But how am I going to help this creature survive for the time that I have to care for it? And this is a funny thing. You know, we talk all the time. You know, we use one of those bumper sticker phrases. God can't give us anything. God isn't going to give us anything that we can't handle. I think you only have to get to about the age of six or seven 
to intuitively realize that might not necessarily be the case. That whole God not giving us anything we can't handle, that's not actually in the Bible anywhere. Instead, a better way to think about it is God doesn't give us anything that God can't handle. And that resonates with our texts today. The whole Trinity seems to get that at some point we will all cross certain threshold moments that we will realize that we actually can't carry entirely on our own. But nothing is outside of the scope of what the Trinity can bear above, beside, and within us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And perhaps the worst part of that is we will not know that truth, we will not know that reality, we will not understand that until we actually arrive to that threshold and then cross it. I don't care how many Dr. Spock books you read, what the new person is and their hip thing, now they're on Oprah or they got a TikTok and they're so popular, the second you've had to change seven diapers in two hours, it doesn't matter anymore. The second your baby has cried for what seems like three years in a row, overnight, well, that's great, Dr. Spock, but I don't know what to do right now. It's not always about the knowledge that we get beforehand. It's how we figure it out and experience it as we walk through it. And, you know, isn't that faith? Isn't that the Holy Spirit as we read it? I love that Proverbs text to hear the Holy Spirit delighting and dancing with and celebrating with us and delighting in us from the beginning. Isn't there something beautiful to that? To be our guide as we walk through paths without Jesus here in this world, but to know what he calls us to? There's something meaningful about that, and it seems really apropos as we start heading towards a couple open houses here in the next couple weeks, and we really will start going really lightning speed towards going through to get to this new building. And I know it's easy to look around, and every once in a while, we, I have folks come in, and I overhear because, you know, my office is now up in the balcony, and you'd be amazed at how well the sound carries in this sanctuary. And so it's interesting to hear the stories as people walk in. I still think there are some folks here at this church that might still be caught up in thinking that the way they understand South Jacks is from the end of 2019, right before the pandemic. There's other folks who might still be caught up in the drags of the last few years. I certainly hear people all the time, less than I used to, but say how sad it is with everything that's going on. And yet there's still others that might wistfully be nostalgic for earlier days with thousands of members and multiple buildings. So maybe we sit in familiar territory right before a new birth is about to arrive. 
Just as Dr. Spock and TikTok and what your parents say can't entirely prepare you for when that delivery happens, all the moments in our history, in your history, are only portions of what will come next. They are shadings overlaying a painting that has yet to be begun. And dear friends, previous experiences are never quite new experiences. Just ask me about trying to raise Frankie after two years of being able to enjoy just Abraham. Child number two is never the same as child number one. Experience of South Jack's 2019 is not experience of South Jack's 2022. Experience of South Jack's 1977 is not the experience of South Jack's 2022. We are walking into things, dear brothers and sisters, that have never been experienced by anybody else before. We are walking in to a threshold moment. And what we experience and what we carry and what we can't, we have to trust that the Holy Trinity goes before us and is beside us along the way. Just as Jesus promises here in John. And the learning on bearing what the Spirit will teach never ends at a particular point, dear friends. There might be times we get frustrated or scared or upset. Again, any of you who have had to been up all night with a baby that just can't seem to fall asleep, you know that feeling. Again, best and worst thing that ever happened to me. But each time we walk through another threshold moment, And a time of frustration or anger or fear wells up inside of us. It may be that exact moment that we consider how we are being invited to bear new things. How we become the veterans who still somehow delight and love the children in front of us. Our call moving forward here, whether we're talking about the life of this church or we're talking about our lives outside of this place, is to walk forward in our faith and not always to know. Not always to always understand. Not always to depend on the previous knowledge as as if it will describe every single thing that we will experience going forward. But we can experience All that comes before us. A celebration with hope and with a belief in a promise of something that we can't always entirely understand. That somehow this God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is outside of time and connected to us and not together and like a BLT but not like, I mean, any sort of trio of things you can think of but not quite explaining it all. Sometimes there's certain things you just have to experience 
for yourself. And trust that there's a guide along the way. Thanks be to God.